Good morning on this Friday morning and welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday in our comparison between the Feast of Weeks and the Day of Pentecost in the New Testament talking about the giving of the Holy Spirit and the giving of the law, the differences and we began to introduce the idea and the concept that we are new creatures in Christ and understanding the word new. The word new in itself, as it's used in the Thayer's uh, uh, Greek dictionary, the definition means new as far as uh, respect uh, and form, as a respects of the form, and new as far as respect to substance. So that in itself gives us a clue as to what kind of new we're talking about. Of a new kind, unprecedented, uncommon, unheard of. When has it ever been heard that God could indwell a man? The way that the New Testament presents that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. God dwells in us. He walks in us. He lives through us if we're willing to yield ourselves. So these are the scriptures that we use in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, emphasis in Christ, he is a new creature. He's a new creation, something that hasn't existed before. We made mention yesterday of angels are very different than man. Uh Seraphims are different than cherubims. And when we talk about God creating man and making him in his own image, that was something that the angels looked into, the very fact that they saw in space and time God creating a, a creature that bore the image and the likeness of God himself. That was fascinating. But man fell. And he took on the nature of the devil, the Satan himself, rebellious and sinful and basically corrupt. Therefore, the sentence of death was passed upon him because of that. Then by the time we get to the, <clears throat> to the New Testament, according to the book of John in chapter 1, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Now that was something new, something unheard of and something they did not accept and receive Jesus and rejected him because of the fact of the declaration that he said he was the son of God. They could not, they just could not. And even today in our society and in the world, there are a lot of religions that refuse to accept the fact that Jesus is the Son of the Living God. Emphasis is, not was, but is the Son of God. Just as He walked on earth in a physical body, He was indwelt of God, or He was God, but never used His power as God. So that was something new. But then when Christ went to the cross and the Holy Spirit was given, a new available thing was now in existence. A man that had the nature of the devil, a sinful nature, could now be born 
again. Literally on the inside. We were dead to sin. And we were dead in our trespasses. And we were dead unto God. Having no hope, no nothing. But Christ came. Even while we were yet sinners. And he gave his life for us. Making it possible. For this new creation to exist. Giving us the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome in this life. Writing his laws in our very hearts and our spirits. Renewing our minds by his word. All of these things so that the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Those things are now no longer a part of our life. They were a part of our life. Old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. And that was the emphasis that we made when we made the introduction. We're going to have a new heart, a new covenant, new promises that are better. Uh, a new Lord, a new master, uh, a new language. All of these things become new because we have been reconciled unto God. Our fellowship has been restored that was broken and separated because of sin. And truly all things become. According to John chapter 1 verse 12, to as many as received him, Gave he them the power to become the sons of God. So there is that becoming new. To become. Uh, a lot of things do not change in, a lot of, in, a, lot, in a, a lot of the lives of a Christian. They still seem to remain because of lack of knowledge of what the word of God says. They still seem to remain in many of the old patterns of the old nature. When I say patterns, I'm talking about they still think the same. They still talk the same. Even though they should be different. But because of lack of knowledge, God's people are destroyed. They're destroyed in the sense that they do not come into the fullness of that inheritance that God has prepared for each and every one of his sons and daughters. Ephesians 4.24 says that we are to put on the new man. See, that's an action word. We are to put on. It's not automatic. You don't wake up in the morning and all of a sudden you're just putting on the new man. Uh, or the new man is just there. The new man, ha you have to know. And realize that you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. So then that means your walk is going to be a new walk. Your paths are going to be new paths. Your relationships are going to be new. All that was familiar to you from the past. Those things are gone. The only thing that counts is everything that has been made new in Christ Jesus. And people suffer tremendously because of this lack of knowledge. They suffer not only in sickness and disease and in lack and in failure and fear and, and, and lack of peace. And yet all of these things have been made provision for us by God. 
Everything that he accomplished in Christ for us is already bought and paid for, including our new bodies, which will be given to us on that day of redemption. When we are raptured up or when we're raised up, whatever word you want to call it or use, it's already been made. It's available for us. It says, and put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So let's go back and let's uh, quickly review. Man was a first kind of existence of his type of creature compared to everything else that was on heaven. Of course, you know, cows are different and, and, and birds are different and fish are different. But man was different in the aspect of his likeness and image of God in him. Then, of course, man rebelled. His nature was transformed into the nature of Satan. And the, the Bible says that Jesus, when he, he told the Pharisees, he says, You are of your father the devil. Meaning, you have been born of him. That's whose nature you have in you. So you became something new that did not exist before. But then, Jesus came on earth, born of a virgin, a miraculous birth. And once again, something new that had not existed before. God and man as one. 100% man, 100% God. And in that, he gave his life for us so that we, in turn, could be made a new creation. In the image of, not Satan, but in the image of Christ. That is the image which we will carry throughout eternity. The very image of Jesus. And everything that Jesus is, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, that is the image that we will carry. That is what we are being changed and transformed into. That is the ultimate goal that God has prepared for us. But in the process of it, there are many things that need to be chipped away in our lives. There are things that need to be pruned away. Things that have to be tested by fire. Things that have been tested by trials to bring out that which is pure, that which is righteous, that which is true in holiness before God. Now, in James chapter 1, verse 18, the scripture says, Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. And we are born, how? According to the book of 1 Peter and 2 Peter, the scripture talks, we are born by the word of God. We're born again. It is the seed that is planted in us. And that is what grows and is changing and transforming us. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruit. And, and I like that. That we should be a kind. A kind of first first fruit of his creatures. Can you imagine that throughout eternity, every human being that has believed in Christ, has repented, has been washed by the blood of the Lord and has been born again, will bear and carry the image 
of Jesus in his very nature. That's why the scripture says when we look into the perfect law of liberty, we're changed from glory to glory. As we look into that mirror, into that word, into that truth, we are changed by the glory of God into the image of Jesus. Now that is good news. That is wonderful news. That is the gospel news. Not that God is standing there with a baseball bat waiting for you to make one single error and then he whack you across the head. But God's ultimate plan was for us to bear the very image of Jesus in our very nature and also, also have the same type of body with which he was resurrected that awaits each and every one of us when our redemption has been fully manifested and fulfilled. According to Romans 8.19, and this is what we'll continue tomorrow, but it says, For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. There is a manifestation that takes place on earth. As we grow and walk deeper in the Holy Ghost in our lives, that the light of Jesus truly becomes the light to the world in a very darkened place. Well, until we meet again, join us on Saturday as we continue our study. I expect you to be blessed with all my heart and enriched in your spirit with the knowledge and the revelation of wisdom that Jesus is the Son of the living God and we are being transformed into His very image day by day. The new man is being renewed. The old man, the physical body is dying, but the new man is being renewed more and more. Look in the mirror and see Jesus when you look in there. Till we meet again, the Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.